welcome to another episode of In The Loop Break by Roping Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Joe Fabrizio, and we're pretty excited about this next series. We are going to do 15 days of NFR breakaway roping. We are going to interview some of the top 15 breakaway ropers, as well as a couple of people behind the scenes. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Take a listen. Okay, guys, so today we are here with Joey Williams, who is a native from Buffalo, South Dakota. Joey is coming in number 14th to her first NFR. Joey, thank you for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. I'm excited. So I got to know you a little bit this year. I had seen you row before, but I hadn't really been around you very much. Um, You have a family of three. Is that correct? Yes, I have three kids three kids and she looks like she's about 20 and she rides a really, really good bay horse. That's her husband's. Uh, so it was, it was really <laughs> cool to get to know you this summer a little bit. So, so tell me a little bit about what, uh, what you thought about the 2021 breakaway season and, and some of your takeaways from it. Oh man. Um, yeah, it was just such an exciting summer for me because I, um, I honestly hadn't been rodeoing a whole lot lately. I had gone the last couple of years just to the ones that were kind of close. And I did go down to Fort Worth a couple of years ago when they had it for the first time. But I mean, this year was like a whole new thing for me. So it was a blast. I mean, I uh, literally a year ago when they had the first finals, I was nine months pregnant and I watched some of it on TV and was just like never... I mean, never really thought that this could happen this soon for me. So yeah, it was just kind of a whirlwind. I, um, I, I had a lot of fun and I mean, it took so much support for me to do what I did this summer that I'm just so thankful to everybody. It really was just a crazy year. Well, and a lot of the times we saw you, you had your, your newest baby with you a lot. Um, you know, I think you had your sister with you, some, your mom, your dad, um, your husband. So tell me a little bit about what it took from, for all the people who supported you through all this. Well, yeah, that's a long list of people, but I will try my best to not forget anybody. I mean, when I started out the year, I think about the first weekend that I really went, um, I went with my sister to some of the 4th of July rodeos and I was just kind of planning on circuit rodeoing this summer and just kind of, you know, getting back in the swing of things. Cause I, had just had Shay and, you know, kind of get back into riding and stuff. And, and we went over the fourth and I didn't really have the best weekend. And I, you know, secretly in my mind, I was like, man, if the fourth goes good, I'm going to enter up, but then it didn't really go that good. So Jess and I, yeah, we I traveled with her over the fourth and that was great. And then the rest of July was pretty slow for me. I think I won a few checks here and there, but that was about it. And I, I travel with my sister-in-law a lot too, and she's great with the kids. She has one son herself, but he's old enough that he kind of stays home now. And so she's the blessing because she helps me with all of my kids too. Like when I travel with someone, it's like an entourage. So it takes a special person <laughs> that wants to do it. But yeah. And then August was fun. Um, August is when stuff really started taking off for me. I had some good luck at some circuit rodeos and um, my husband was really supportive. He was you know, you need to go and enter and really, you know, take a swing at this thing and see what happens. And so it took, it actually took quite a bit of convincing. I was plumb fine just staying home with the kids and, you know, just circuit rodeoing. Cause that's honestly, that's going anywhere with three kids is a lot of work. So the thought of, you know, traveling all over the 
United States in September was a little daunting to me, but um, we made it work. My mom came with me that last month and um, we got a trailer and (laughs) we loaded up the two little ones. My oldest had started kindergarten, so he wasn't able to go. But yeah, we went everywhere I could. I mean, I literally entered like every rodeo I could in September to try and keep up or catch up or whatever you want to call it. So yeah. And my mother-in-law, she, we live in the same yard as them. And so anytime it's like a day trip or anything like that, she, or overnight or whatever, she'll keep the kids home. So that's really nice. So I have a lot of help. Um, I couldn't do it without everybody that helps with my kids. That's awesome. So, and yeah, I, that last yeah. month, it was, it was a little bit of a whirlwind, you know, we were, we're all over the place and, and here and there. And, um, it was, it was crazy. I think is an understatement. <laughs> yes, it um, was. Yeah, but I know that you, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that when I decided to leave like Labor Day weekend, I want to say my rodeo count was like 23 or four. I'm not exactly on that. And it was 40 at the end of it. So that tells you how my September was. (laughs) 20 rodeos (laughs) in 30 days. So Um, yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit, you know, I know that you kind of kicked it off at Missoula and then you you were like a one at Missoula. Is that right? And then you went to Coeur d'Alene, you won Coeur d'Alene with a one nine and you just kind of got on a roll there. So, um, you know, and, and not just like kind of winning, like making a statement, roping them fast. Um, so talk to me a little bit about that. Like, is that, um, you know, are you used to roping that many calves that fast and stuff like that? Or is that something you've learned or tell us a little bit about how you got there? Well, I think I owe a lot of the credit to my horse. Um, she's amazing. She makes my job so easy. I, I mean, I wouldn't have made the finals this year. I don't think had I not had her in my trailer. Um, she just, I mean, she's so quick across the line and she shuts it down at the exact perfect second. And I mean, that's, that's how you can be fast. So I think I owe the credit to her on that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've rodeoed my whole life. I, grew up on a ranch. And so I've always breakaway roped. Um, I, uh, college rodeoed at Black Hill state and spearfish and, um, yeah. So, I mean, I've always rodeoed, but honestly, after college, especially living up here in the North, there's not, there's not a ton of stuff to go to. You know, I think I graduated college in like 12 or 13, 13, I think. So, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot going on at that time. Unless I feel like, unless you live down South and did like the WPRA finals, things like that. I mean, and I never did any of that stuff. So, I mean, I've always team roped. My husband's a team roper. So I've continued to rope ever since college. But man, the last three, probably three years is when I've really gotten back into it. So um, yeah, I don't know. This year was probably obviously the most successful year I've ever had, but I've always roped. So I don't know, I guess. (laughs) Well, and I think that's cool. Like you said, you know, after college, there just wasn't a whole lot of opportunities in, in certain areas. And not that, yeah, there's the one thing I learned this year, there is girls all over the globe, the United States and, and probably globe period that rope great. Um, we just maybe, yeah. you know, I'll say just from Texas, we do have a lot of opportunities because the weather is nice. We have a lot of indoor buildings. We have a lot of producers down here. We just have a lot more um, ropings and stuff to go to if, if we can get there. And so we didn't really, you know, I am, I was super excited just to get to meet new people this year. Um, you know, you were one of them that, that are great ropers who have roped, who went to college, who've competed at that level. 
that you just don't know about because we haven't been able to see each other. So that's one door I think is so neat. Rodeo has opened for us is we do have something to look forward to after college. It can be a career. Yeah. And, you know, we, we're getting to meet and, and be with all these breakaway ropers all over the world. And we would have never known otherwise. I mean, yeah, it's really cool for me because like, like I said, I've always been, I mean, I barrel race as well. And I've always been into breakaway roping though. And I mean, there was, I mean, obviously I've had three kids in the meantime, so I've been busy with that since college, but I mean, there was quite a few years though that, I mean, I maybe only entered a breakaway roping a couple times a year at JC Fortier, my friend, she has that big roping up in Billings and I'd go up to that if I wasn't pregnant or didn't have a newborn every year and then maybe enter one or two <laughs> amateurs. But, you know, that was really it for quite a while for me until these, I think it was 2019, I think, that a few pro rodeos up here started adding it. And I was really right. excited. I'm like, I can't believe this is actually happening for us because, I mean, I've always braille raced as well. And um, not, I mean, I've, I really enjoyed training barrel horses. I don't do it a lot. I don't have the time to do it a lot, but I mean, because I, you have I only three kids. a little here and there barrel racing. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just been, I'm just so thankful to all these rodeo committees that are, you know, have faith in us and are letting us have an opportunity because it's been so fun. So let's talk a little bit about that rodeo committees, rodeos. What's your favorite rodeo? What was your favorite committee? Oh man, I think, I think I have to give a shout out to Baker, Montana, because they were, they had to have been about one of the first ones up here that added it. And with equal money from the get-go, I believe, I want to say, and just, I mean, they've been great. And I'm friends with, it's kind of, I mean, I live a couple hours from there, but kind of feels like a hometown rodeo. And so to have an opportunity to rope that close to home for that much money was great. And I think I got second there this year. So it wasn't one of the rodeos that I won, but it's, it's just fun to have somewhere that close to home to go. And then um, obviously the iconic rodeos like Pendleton and Cheyenne that I never dreamt in a million years I would get to rope at. I figured if I ever went to those, it would be in the barrel racing. So, um, yeah, those are amazing. I didn't have any luck at either one of them, but I'll hopefully be back. <laughs> so. Well, and I know yeah. Baker in 2019, you know, kind of the first place that they did add breakaway as an event. It did add 10,000. And then I think next year it was 11,000. Mm -hmm. So it was one of the first ones. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been able to make it yet. I had to, the first year I just didn't drive up there because I was a wimpy and this year I get, got yeah. conflicted with Gooding. And so I didn't get to to go over there, but um, I've heard a lot of great things yeah. about that rodeo. Yeah, no, their, their committee is awesome. They try so hard. And I mean, for us, especially up in the North, there's not a lot of rodeos that add that much money for us. And it's close to home for me. And I mean, there's so many, I mean, I shouldn't even, I don't even want to name any names. Like we have so many great little rodeo committees up here that have added breakaway. I think the Montana circuit had like, I don't even want to say a number. I think there was 20 some rodeos this year that we could go to in the Montana circuit. So we have a lot, I mean, it's, it's growing and I'm just really appreciative of all those committees that are taking a chance on us. So yeah, it is. It's pretty exciting. And, um, if, yeah. if you want to be a breakaway roper now is the time that's for sure. Yes. And it, even if you have three kids and you're 30 and feel like your time is done past, like just go for it. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the best advice you can give. That's awesome. And, you know, yes. gosh, just my admiration to you as, as a fellow competitor, you know, learning, you know, I know as women, we learn how to juggle and manage and, and, you know, basically super women, you know, super moms and all these things, but it, it's gotta be a lot, you know, leaving your kids or taking your kids, leaving your husband, taking your husband, vice versa. 
um, it's got to be a lot to do that. Yes. I mean, thankfully, I really was only gone for September. I mean, I was gone for the night of here and there, obviously, circuit rodeoing in July and August. But that's like I'm already scratching my head going into 2022 because I would love to try and make the finals again. But I just I honestly don't know if I have it cut out in me to be gone that much. Like, I just I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a juggling act for sure. So, well, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And yeah, like very thankful to my husband. He was so encouraging and he just, yeah, he was great about it. He is just willing to take on whatever and send his horse with me. <laughs> that was nice of him. I don't so, know if everybody knows, but yeah, she was yeah, tell me a little bit about his your horse. before she was mine. So yeah, tell me a little bit about so, her. So yeah, um, sh- my father-in-law raised her. She's, um, we kind of raise horses. It's kind of what we do. We ranch as well, but we uh, have a lot of horses. And so she was raised in his program and um, my husband trained her and we, she's got some, lots of her full siblings have been really great rodeo horses as well, but she's 10 years old this year. So I've been breakaway roping on her since she was probably like five, but you know, the only the last three years, we really probably went to very many things, but um, my husband's healed on her forever. She's, I mean, he's won a ton, ton of money on her healing. She's just a great, she's, so willing to do whatever the job is. And she gives it a hundred percent every time she, um, I think the last two years he made the Dodge finals on her. So yeah, she's been around a lot. I mean, most people up here know who she is. She's kind of made a name for herself. So that's fun. Well, and I know, um, you know, a lot of Jamie Markham, you know, she told me down here, she's like, have you seen that Bay horse of Joey Williams husband? I've tried to buy it a million times. So I know that she's been very well recognized <laughs> by a lot of ropers down here in the heat in the team roping world, as well as the breakaway world. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. And a little fun fact. Um, I think, um, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think that we'll get to see her full sister at the NFR this year as well. in the team roping, um, my father-in-law sold, uh, her older sister this spring to clay Tryon, and he, um, she helped qu- him qualify for the NFR this year as well. So that's pretty cool that there'll be two full sisters that, you know, were raised up here at the NFR this year. So. Yeah, that's her awesome name is Jayla. Yeah, your bloodline is is um, hosting that big of a presence at the NFR and the in the team roping as well as the breakaway. So that's pretty good feat right there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited for my father in law because he's worked hard at it his whole life. So yeah, he's so do you guys a lot of good sell horses, so. a bunch of horses and raise horses? Is that kind of what you do? Or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, we we do. Um, we we don't have like, a, I mean, it takes a lot of mares if you're going to sell a ton of them every year, but we, we do it and we raise them and train them and usually sell more of the finished type horses. We don't usually sell a lot of prospects. We usually finish them out and then sell them. And so, yeah, that's kind of what we do. And, um, we've got some embryos out of my mare, so that'll be fun. Her oldest one is two. So we're pretty excited about that to continue her on. So yeah, well, lots of exciting things coming. So cool. So Let's transition a little bit to the NFR. Um, you're going out to Vegas this year. Do you have a game plan or a strategy or how are you preparing? Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm doing my best. I uh, haven't got, I've been to a few jackpots um, in the last couple months, but really since I left Fort Worth the end of September, I haven't got to compete a whole lot. So, um, but you know, I'm not used to competing 
all the time, like all year round because of where we live. So I feel like it's normal for me, but I'm going to try to get to a couple more jackpots and definitely going to enter some when I get down to Vegas. There's a few before the actual final start. So hopefully I can kind of get back in the swing of things again because, um, yeah, usually my typical November is um, we run a, uh, my father-in-law has an outfitting business. And so my husband and I both help with that. So Typically, my November, I hardly even get on a horse because we're so busy with that. So this year has been a little different with trying to um, practice and keep horses in shape and, you know, try to get to a few jackpots when I can. So um, I can't say that I um, feel as prepared as I would like to be, but I just keep reminding myself that this is normal for me. I don't normally get to rope every single day, so I'll just go with it, I guess. (laughs) Right. But, and I mean, it's really a neat opportunity that, you know, you will get to go out there and rope before the but the finals at some roping and stuff like that and, and sharpen up and um, get out there. Yeah. And then there's another roping after the finals too. Are you going to rope in the resorts world? Yes, I am. I think I'm entered in almost everything I can be. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be a Internet really fun all week, the so. things. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So I'll just make up. Sorry, go ahead. No, good. You're good. I just, I thought it was really cool. You know, we watched Jackie Crawford last year win the world. She was six months pregnant. And you said earlier, you know, you were nine months pregnant while watching the NFR last year. So what expectations do you have going into the NFR this year? You know, you're, you're there, you're a contestant and and you're roping competing. So tell me a little bit about what your expectations are. Um, I am just, I feel so honored and excited to even see my name amongst that list of girls. I mean, it's, it's going to be so much fun. I, um, coming in 14th place, I, uh, don't have a lot to lose. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm excited. I am glad, just so happy to be there and definitely going to go for it every single round. I feel like, um, you know, I, the average would be nice, but there's, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go at every cap. Like I feel confident and if I have a shot, I'm going to take it. And if I draw something that I can't place on, I'll try and track up and rope it. But that's kind of my game plan, I guess. So. Well, and I think that's great, you know, and that's really what got you here this year. And that's what we've heard a lot of all the girls, you know, I'm not really changing anything. And and I think that that's, that's cool to hear, (laughs) you know, you, you are here for a reason. It's not by an accident. And so, um, you gotta be proud of that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty exciting. Like I said, a year ago, I I never would have dreamt this could have happened to me. So I'm just going to take it all in and have a great time. So. Well, awesome. Well, I have one question. If you could do anything differently about this year, um, what would it be and and why? Um, I think, I think for me, I wish that I would have started entering sooner. Some of those bigger rodeos. when I had a little bit of luck in the beginning of August, I wasn't entered in any of those rodeos out in Idaho and, oh man, some out in Washington. I think I'm trying to remember where they all were, but so sitting at home those weeks in August, like the week of Baker, I was literally only entered in Baker, same with Rapid City. (laughs) And so those weeks were really stressful knowing that I felt like I could maybe have a shot at it and not being entered and everything. So I think if I learned something, I think if you if you're feeling like you might have a shot, just enter because you can always release if you can't make it. But yeah, that was one thing that was um, stressful, just sitting at home. And then um, I uh, obviously the tour finale, I didn't make. Um, I at the beginning of the summer, I didn't even really know what it was. 
<laughs> so uh, I feel like next year I might try and keep those rodeos a little more on my radar. So that that could maybe be an option at the end of the year. But um, yeah, I uh, I learned a lot, you know, about entering, and I feel like it had helped being a barrel racer because I kind of knew a little bit how everything worked. But there's still a lot to learn in the breakaway roping. So. You know, and the fact that I couldn't buddy with my husband or my sister-in-law who barrel races, that was tricky because, you know, we're all leaving the same yard here. And um, a lot of times had to take my own rig or try and find a breakaway roper somewhere else to go with. So that was a little tricky. But yeah, I think I learned a lot this year. And um, I'm hoping that hoping that I can do the same thing again next year is, I mean, you know, try and go to some rodeos again because it's my kids are young enough right now that um, it doesn't affect them a whole lot. They can you know, just kind of get drug around with us. But once they get older and start having their own things to do, it'll be a lot harder to do this. So I think I'll just try and do it while I can. So let's go a little bit into the entering. You know, I think that was a big learning curve. And for those of you that did enter and barrel racing and stuff, you kind of had an advantage, but what's the best advice you can give to somebody that's coming on this year, that's going to rodeo on the entering process? Ooh, like, yeah, that's a tough one because it is not easy. Um, I mean, just ask questions. I think most people are really willing to give out advice and help people along the way. So anytime you don't know something, just, just ask somebody. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot to, you know, map out your weekends when there's a lot of rodeos going on. And the one thing I did learn compared to the barrel racing is not every rodeo has breakaway yet. So then you're working around that. I mean, you're driving by good rodeos that have barrels and you can't rope at them. So, um, yeah, beginning of the summer, I was entering both events a little bit. And then towards the end of July, I just released out of the barrels cause it was too much to trend. You know, I, my goals were changing a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that eventually I'll be able to buddy with my husband again, cause that would make our lives a lot simpler if we could just load up the kids and go together instead of trying to take two rigs places. And, you know, he doesn't rodeo a ton. He kind of circuit rodeos, but um, it would still help out a lot. Yeah, and I know that was something that was a big learning curve for everybody, too, that was trying to buddy and you couldn't buddy and cross eventing and stuff. And and that was a big <laughs> challenge. You know, a lot of the slacks were on the same day sometimes, but not everywhere. And so it wasn't a guarantee. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of when I quit barrel racing because I had a few times got up totally different days, a few places. And I was just like, I can't drive back to the same rodeo twice. It costs enough money to drive there once. So that's kind of where I was at. <laughs> so my barrel horses have just kind of been sitting since about July, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, going into the NFR, are you going to ride your husband's little mare? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she'll definitely, she'll be my number one. Um, God willing, she stays sound. I will probably rope everything on her. And uh, I'll take my backup out there and she's a half sister to my good mare. And, um, yeah, I'll use her if I need to, she works good too. So I'll have a decent backup option, but I'm hoping that I can stay on my good horse the whole time. So that's the plan. Well, cool. Well, in the meantime, enjoy your family time and, and your outfitting. And I'm sure you were making some great food. I'm glad I'm not there because I'm trying to, <laughs> to not, you know, overdo it before Thanksgiving, but, um, Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, congratulations for making the NFR. Uh, you roped great all year, and I'm excited to see how good it goes for you. Well, thank you so much. I still, 
it's still so surreal that it even happened. Like listening to you say that is, I mean, it's crazy to me, but <laughs> I'm excited. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, it's going to be good and, and uh, good luck out there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on In The Loop Breakaway podcast. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to me, feel free to email me at jordan at com. We appreciate you listening to us and we'll see you down the road.